Hey, this is Rick Remender, writer of Fear Agent, Black Science, and Tokyo Ghost. You are listening to Court of Nerds, my close and personal friends, who we have all had showers together and oil down parties. Take oh, that, man. Scotty. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of hopefully appropriate listening ages. This is a podcast. Now, normally on the Court of Nerds, we delve into things like comic books, TV about nerdy stuff, movies, that like. On this one, it's about wrestling, all right? But we don't have Ben Raven, so we can't call it That's So Braven because it's not so Braven. It's it's just me, Drew, and it's also, uh, who are you over there? I'm Jen. And then... Hollywood Joe. There we go. So we're going to talk to you guys a little bit about some of the things that have been going on in the wrestling world. We've just been kind of scattered to the wind, mostly. Uh, you know, life comes at you fast. Uh, ben is working on a very big project of his own. He will reveal it when he is good and ready. Not my biz. And, you know, John and I, we have full-time jobs. I I know this shocks people that other people employ us and pay us money, as they do with Hollywood Joe. Yes. So sometimes schedules don't match up. It's been a while since we were all able to sit down in the same room. But uh, Joey has outlined a a great little chat for us, so we'll get into it. Uh, Guys, let's start right now. What's the one thing inside the squared circle, inside the wrestling ring, that's got you the most excited about the genre right now. John, I'm going to start with you. What's the one thing that keeps you coming back to wrestling? Well, it's just when the McMahons came in and basically took over and fired Paige and fired Kurt Angle and Corbin. We're gonna, and, yeah. yeah, and Kurt and Corbin and everything. And they're like, we're going to do this again. It's like, all right, let's see what you're going to do. Are you actually going to do anything different? And so far, it's been a lot of the same. But it, I do like the the non-automatic um, rematch clause. Yeah, rematch clause. Yeah. That is at least something good in effect that we're not going to just continue to see the exact same match. I think there was a period on Raw when it was uh, Seth Rollins versus Dean for like four months. Straight, uh, it was it like was Seth. And, it was some version <laughs> of Seth and Dean versus some version of the Bar every yeah. Monday Night Raw for like. Five months straight, some version of those those two teams, and people notice that stuff. It it, it wears on people when it's not exciting, and, and I think you know it's working right now. How's this? It worked with Sheamus and Cesaro to put them together and make them the bar. I, I think it's what oh, they're yeah. trying to do right now with Andrade and Rey Mysterio, because Rey isn't going to work a full schedule. Kids, I mean, listen, he may look like the luchador god that he happens to be. But he's also one of the oldest active roster members. And that was Mick Foley, wasn't it? Didn't Foley put them together? Uh, Sheamus and Cesaro, that is famously one of Foley's most beloved creative decisions. Yeah, no, it was a good idea. I, Even I if it wasn't agree. him, it it was a good idea to make it seem like he was the one that did that for them. Because they work great together. Their entrance is fantastic. They're, what, five-time champs now? Six-time. Six-time champs now. So, like, yeah. they. I mean, they did not They did a good job with that one, at least. But other than that, I mean, I don't really follow Impact or Ring of Honor or the new AEW, even though I don't think they've even they done They haven't actually. No, yet, right, so. right now they're just a t-shirt company. Yeah, they're just a t-shirt company, basically, running out of Chicago. So, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, good for them, though. No, I mean, yeah, no gonna, hate. No hate, man. Make money, sell shirts. And, and listen, if the... if. Double or nothing is as good as All In was. This will be great. Yeah, it's too bad it's in Vegas this year, though. I know. That does suck. I loved it in the Midwest. I loved it drivable distance for us. Joey, what's got you the most excited right now? The resurgence of Daniel Bryan's career as a heel. 
Um, I have to say, like, I used to follow Brian in Ring of Honor when he was a heel. And my God, like, they're finally doing right by him. You know, they're not doing this B-plus garbage or underdog garbage. Because if you think about it, from his ring ability and his psychology in the ring, he was never really an underdog. He was been one of the absolute best, and I'm glad they're finally showcasing him in that respect. I would say right now the thing uh, that's the most exciting for me is, I mean, I'll be honest, it's that nothing's really predictable right now. I mean, even WWE has been less predictable than normal. Ring of Honor has been making some great moves signing-wise to try and you know fill the hole that the elite left when they took off. Um, I'll be curious to see what Double or Nothing looks like. I'm curious to see what the pay-per-view prices are. Because I know they tried to keep ticket prices relatively the same as they were for All In. They didn't jack up the tickets even though they could have. But I think somewhere, you guys know this. I mean, we all we all work in successful industries. Somewhere along the line, you have to pay your investors. The investors aren't just giving you money because they want to see cool wrestling. They're giving you money because they think you can make them money. Mm-hmm. So somewhere along the line... Cody and the Bucks are going to have to stop being wrestling's, you know, caped crusaders. And, and you know, I know they made money on All In and StarCast, but they also, guys, keep in mind, the original pitch for All In and StarCast was, we're not taking money from corporate sponsors. And then there was a Cracker Barrel in an actual match. So, but call mm-hmm. a spade a spade, kids. Call a spade a spade. That's not me hating on it. I thought they were insane to try and do it without any help. And I'm glad that they got corporate backing. Money is money. I don't care where it comes from if you do good things with it. But did you think they did that because they were saying, like, we don't need a corporate sponsor because nobody's going to sponsor us. And then when people were like, oh, wait, no, yeah, we want to sponsor you. They were like, oh, we didn't think this was going to happen. So now, yeah, we will put a Cracker Barrel in the corner over there. No, they, why not? The rumor was they, they originally had offers from Axis, from other, like, wrestling or I guess, fight-related companies. And they didn't want to have an allegiance early on. Again, these are all the rumors and reports that they had turned down offers from other companies that were trying to get involved. But the whole thing, the whole StarCast was like live-streamed on Access, wasn't it? Uh, which, on which Twitch or whatever. Yeah, it, yeah, was, it was Twitch. Yeah, yeah but either way, it, it was... StarCast wasn't all in. And that's the thing that we always have to remind ourselves and other people is while they took place the same weekend, the two events... Technically weren't related. Technically. 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 And that's a big thing to keep in mind, kids, as we follow the rise of AEW, is there's a lot of technically going on around. Mm -hmm. And this is not a bad thing. I want to be very clear about this. I don't want us to sound like one of those wrestling podcasts that came out here to shit on AEW. That'd be a terrible thing to do. They've got one of the greatest wrestlers of all time on the roster. Who, Chris Jericho? Yes, Chris Jericho. Yeah, I like him. I was saying Kenny Omega. Well, uh, listen. Kenny has a few more years before I'm going to call him the great, one of the greatest of all okay. time. Kenny, so far, Joey, and you know this, has only done it in Japan. Yeah, that's true. It's the Jericho Cruise featuring Kenny Omega. Right. Not the other way around. One is the headliner, <laughs> and one yeah. is the special guest. Yeah, that's true. You know, Jericho, as much as we're all excited about Jericho Omega at Double or Nothing, Jericho's name is said first, not because of alphabetical order. Agreed. You know, that that's not, a, again, none of this is a shot when you're talking about all these people who are phenomenally talented. And and I have to say, as somebody who originally doubted 
what AEW would do with its women's division, I have been pleasantly impressed with what Brandy Rhodes is doing. And I, I fully admit that. Pleasantly impressed. Now, we want to get back on track a little bit. We're going to get into more of the AEW stuff in a little bit here. But, Joe, you wanted to bring up a, an interesting kind of coincidence that the last few times major promotions swing through town, titles change hands. Yep. Um, let's see. The last Raw show that was here just a few weeks ago, the Revival won the tag team titles. In what was roughly the only highlight of a dull Raw. <laughs> yeah, it was. I mean... Vince McMahon coming out was kind of cool because I've never seen Vince live before. Um, and it really kind of kick-started the whole, you know, Becky Lynch trying to fight for her spot angle. So that that part was cool. But other than that, the revival the revival really tore the house down with Rudin Gable. Well, and it's funny because that's, you know, we're, what, roughly a year removed from Rollins and Ziggler tearing the house down. Yeah, and, uh, and what's funny about that is for people – that weren't at that show. Um, I was sitting just a few sections away from you guys, and the looks you guys gave me when I cheered Ziggler's title win, I just had to <laughs> laugh. I thought John, if looks you'd kill, John would have killed me. Oh, yeah. You were dead. These eyes killed you. Yeah. <laughs> These eyes yeah. were murderized. <laughs> but, like, that, that, that's me, though. Like, when I go to wrestling shows, it doesn't matter if it's WWE or independent. Like, if I'm sitting around a bunch of little kids, I will purposely cheer the heels every time just to see what kind of reaction I can get. So what Joe is saying is when you're going to a wrestling show in West Michigan, look up a picture of Joe and don't sit your children near him. Yeah, exactly. Speaking of such, Independence Pro Wrestling debuting in West Michigan, Grand Rapids, March 2nd. Joey, I know you're really excited about this show. Oh, my God. Um, The card for this show so far. There's five matches I know of that have been announced. Uh, Jimmy Jacobs will be taking on Aaron O'Ryan. And I don't know how far back you guys can remember, but remember when Baron Corbin uh, did the little battle royal to get into the World Cup thing? The one that Ingo won? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember all the jobbers that were in the ring? I shouldn't call them jobbers, but enhancement talent. Yes. Um, There was a guy. The plethora of enhancement talent. Yeah, there was a guy in... uh, it was the last guy Baron eliminated. He was called Thunder Montgomery. And Thunder Montgomery is Aaron Orion. And Aaron, um, he's been around the business for almost a decade now. Uh, took some time off because he was uh, in the military. This guy has the look. He has the skill. Um, just a phenomenal talent. It would not surprise me to see him go far. Um so that's the main event is um, Aaron O'Ryan taking on a hometown boy in Jimmy Jacobs, who most of you, if you don't know him, he is from Grand Rapids. Uh, a couple other matches to look forward to are um, Josh Raymond, who's a former Ring of Honor star and was also on Wrestling Society X. He will be taking on a competitor named Karam, or some people call him KIA. And KIA has a look, and I mean, we're talking WWE look, and uh, he's just coming back from knee, you know, he had a knee injury last year, and so he's finally making his comeback, and this dude, if he stays healthy, will be signed somewhere pretty, pretty quickly. Um, So that's another big match, and then the other match that's kind of got my interest uh, is uh, Jake Oman versus Jack Price. 
And Jake Oman was recently uh, at the WWE Performance Center doing a trial, and he has been all over the Midwest. And so he is going to be somebody really awesome to have on the show. And Jack Price, um, wow, you talk about just like, uh, you know, highly skilled competitor, can, you know, technical wrestle, high fly. Um, it's, uh, they've never met before. Mm. And that's one thing I like about IPW is they're putting together matches that you don't see anywhere in the Midwest or in the state. And so I, I like how they're differing and not putting the same people together all the time. So those three matches um, stick out for me the most. Uh, a lot of other great competitors on the card. Um, people I know like Tommy Vendetta, uh, CJ Anderson, uh, Max Morrison, a lot of local guys, uh, other guys from the east side of the state. So if you are a WWE fan or uh, you know wrestling fan for that matter, come out to the show because you will not be disappointed. All right. So those are a lot of the guys, Joey, and I would say we can probably safely say those are some guys that, you know, the, uh, the uh, and again, the level below WWE would be looking out for the AEWs, the MLWs, the CZWs, Impact, and ROH, right? Yes. Now, so- speaking of those promotions, we've got Ring of Honor, New Japan, Global Wars in Grand Rapids. That's May 11th, Delta Plex. Uh, tickets went on sale last Friday, correct? I believe so, yes. Uh, I think pre-sale was for Honor Club. Ah, uh, okay. Yep. So um, I'm not sure if they actually went on sale for the public yet. I just knew about the Honor Club getting stuff early. So Well, and I saw a couple of announcements for it, and uh, you know, I think we're all kind of hoping to be at that show in some way, shape, or form. Give me one name from New Japan that you would want to see on that card. One, one person that wrestles in New Japan – that isn't a Ring of Honor guy. Because the Ring of Honor guys, man, we can kind of have our pick. Like, I'm hoping we see Skrull. I'm hoping we see Gresham, who's wrestling at a different level right now. You know, and, and you'd always love to see the Briscoes, right? Yeah. But New Japan is what's going to sell tickets. I agree. And, you know, I was talking to one of my buddies who works with the Deltaplex, and I had a list of names that I said would sell that arena out. John, I know you're not the biggest New Japan guy. But is there one of the guys that maybe we've seen that you would like to see again? Uh, that <clears throat> I just don't know his name. He, he describe did like, him for he me. He did like he's that real big dude who fought Kenny like four times. Okada. Okada. That's his name. I can't think of it. If Okada is in West Michigan, that was number one on my list of reasons this show would sell out. <laughs> yeah. Okada doesn't do U.S. dates. He just doesn't. And if he wrestles at the Deltaplex one. My God, that's the best thing that's ever happened at the Deltaplex Agreed. since that time J.K. Simmons went to a drive game. <laughs> and two, Okada would sell that out. People would flock from Chicago and Detroit to come and see Okada wrestle. Joey, who's your name? Who's your one guy? Okada's oh, off the board. Okada's man. off the board. Who's your one name? I got two, and I'm struggling. Give me both. Give me both. Will Ospreay and Zach Zaber Jr. You like the scrawny white boys. They're good. The scrawny white I, boys. You know what? They are good. Now, listen, Will Ospreay is high on my list personally. I don't know if Will Ospreay is a sellout name, but Will Ospreay is every wrestler's favorite wrestler. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like, you ask wrestlers who they love right now, Will Ospreay is the name they're talking about. Like, there's a, there's a kid um, who's here in Michigan. His name is Alex Weir. And, you know, Alex Weir has went on record a couple of times as saying that his dream opponent right now is Will Ospreay. 
I mean, a lot of Seth Rollins has said he'd love to face Will Ospreay. A lot of people say Will Ospreay is the next big thing in wrestling. And I would love to see him. Sabre Jr., one of the technically best wrestlers on the planet. Good names. Good names all around. I, I've been, not to, not to throw yeah. throws off track, but I would love to see them use a couple of local guys on this show. Um, I want to go on record and say this, and I don't care if it gets me in trouble with anybody at all, but to me, the four, the four greatest wrestlers in Michigan in my lifetime that never got a full-time deal with WWE, and I'm just going to name them, uh, Nate Matson, Jimmy Jacobs, Josh Raymond, and Truth Martini. And in my opinion, they should all be on the Ring of Honor show in some capacity. Like, I know Truth can't wrestle anymore, but bring him back for a one-time gig to manage somebody or, you know, bring back Jacob since it's right in this freaking hometown, you know. And then there's, you know, Matson who's never been. I don't think Nate's ever wrestled in Ring of Honor. But Josh Raymond wrestled in Ring of Honor, so why not bring him back? It's You know, if you're going to, if you're going to come to a show and try and build a market here, use some of the local guys too. I get where you're coming from, but I think with it being two companies on this show already, I don't know how much room they're going to make for local talent on it. Yeah, I get, you know? I, I get that. I, I would say like when Ring of Honor comes back through just as Ring of Honor, right? Yeah. So I would say the thing that I would say to West Michigan wrestling fans is sell out this show so they keep coming back. I agree. You know, this this show is normally, and, and all of my East Side friends are pissed about this. This is normally an East Side show. Well, good for them. They always get all the shows. Right. But this this is a thing where if West Michigan can sell this show out and be a good, loud crowd, they come back. And that's what you want. You want more Ring of Honor. You want more New Japan coming here. I will say... Uh, the two names that were on my list that will sell this place out that you guys did not mention, Naito. If Naito is here, that'll sell out. People will drive to see Naito. And Jay White, if you've got the IWGP champion here, I mean, holy crap, that'd be pretty awesome. And I'd like to see Jay live. I don't know if the remaining members of Bullet Club are enough of a draw, but I still think they would be fun to see the good bad guy, Damdanga. Speaking of Jay's, I am super excited to see Jay Lethal if he's here. Jay, oh, Jay is so much fun, man. He was so great at All In. He was so yeah. much fun. And that rolls us right into Double or Nothing. AEW, of course, uh, announced as a company. We haven't really sat down All In talked since some of the bigger announcements. Um, now, Joey, on your rundown here, you're wondering which company AEW hurt the most. And, and I don't know that we can pinpoint one company that they've put the biggest damage to yeah i think it's a couple though i mean I, I i think the list starts i think the list starts with new japan right see i was gonna say ring of honor well we can come to ring of honor but let, let's start with new japan because it's primarily where the i guess the two biggest names that are involved here were both wrestling for new japan and now as far as i know are not exactly and that's Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho. Well, I had heard Jericho's contract was allowing him to Well, in continue. case he wants to go back yeah. and mess with Naito again, sure. Yeah. Look, Chris Jericho, again, God-level status, okay? he can. Yeah. He's like the creator of a video game where you're like, oh, I can do this, and the creator's like, yes, but I can do all of that. Yeah. <laughs> He's Chris Jericho, man, yeah. you know? But New Japan had to rewrite their entire planned storyline for the year. They didn't think they were actually going to lose Kenny Omega. Now, where New Japan won in all of this and where I don't think they're the company most hurt, they managed to keep Kota Ibushi. 
Yeah, that, that was a smart move. To a long-term deal with New Japan. I was a little shocked by that. I won't lie. I was a little shocked by that. Good for him. Good for New Japan. Ring of Honor lost their top stable. Lost arguably their top tag team. Lost their biggest name value star in Cody Rhodes. And lost their biggest rising star in Hangman Page. Ring of Honor has a good case for being the company that's hurt the most by this. But Joey, again... Ring of Honor also made some great signings as they lost the Elite. Bandito easily replaces Adam Page. Yeah. Getting Juice Robinson over there, he doesn't have the draw, the pull, the charisma of Cody Rhodes. But guess what? I think he's a better wrestler. The dude can work. Um, I actually, back about 10 years ago when uh, Championship Wrestling in Michigan was running here in Grand Rapids, uh, I got to see Juice Robinson before he ever made a big because he was still training with Truth Martini. And I had a feeling right then there, even when he had his little blonde afro and whatnot, I had a feeling this kid was going to be something special. And um, I'm really glad that he has gotten the notoriety that he has in New Japan and Ring of Honor. So, and and uh, again, a lot of good signings for Ring of Honor. So I don't know how much they're actually hurt. PCO. PCO, yeah. And, and again, but Ring of Honor also got, uh, you know, Took a few hits from WWE trying to steal guys. So did New Japan losing uh, ACH, who I love him, big fan. Kushida going to WWE. So one of the companies, though, that we haven't talked about that took a hit that I think has every right to be fairly upset is Impact, man. Yeah. The way the Lucha Bros went about things was apparently pretty dirty. And no one is thrilled with the way the situation was handled. Now, of course, they'll appear at Double or Nothing. It looks like it'll be the Lucha Bros and the Young Bucks, which everyone wanted at All In anyways. Yeah. But I don't know how long we see the Lucha Bros in AEW. If I'm Impact, I'm fighting this, or I'm telling AEW this means we have a partnership now, right? Yeah. Because the way they went about it is they partnered with the Lucha Bros Mexican parent company, right? AAA? I think so, yeah. Yeah, I think uh I think the partnership yeah, the partnership that um AEW has is triple A, but I also just found out that uh CMLL is partnering with Ring of Honor now. You're gonna see a lot of this, guys. Yep. You're going to see a lot of this. You're going to see a lot of these and I don't want to call them mid tier companies, but everyone below WWE partnering. is just below WWE. You're gonna see a lot of alliances. You're going to see a lot more of stuff like we're seeing with Ring of Honor, New Japan, the Global Wars Tour. Let's not forget NWA in there, too. Right. Right, 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 right. Well, it's How much of a company is NWA right now, though? I mean... I mean, in, in all honesty, who are their exclusive wrestlers? You got Nick Aldis. I know Willie Mack's doing some things, but he's all over the place. But I'm just saying, I, I like the fact that the name NWA... Is existing is, again? Is existing and being partnered with places like Ring of Honor and CMLL. That's fair. It's fair. And, and listen, I'd prefer if these guys would all partner up and just share all the best talent. So the I best agree. talent is all getting on TV. I agree. But um, we'll see. You know, we'll see. And, and a lot of the things with AEW, you know, whether we'll find out if this hype is for real or not, is going to hang on how double or nothing goes. You know, that's kind of the biggest thing to me right now is, is double or nothing has to work. You can sell out the MGM Grand in four minutes, but if the event sucks, who cares? 
you know, I, I'm already a little like, I, I don't want to say disappointed, but I'm a little eyebrow raisy at them redoing the over the budget battle Royal again. You know, it, it feels lazy and it seems like it's only your second pay-per-view, man. Do something new, do something different, do something yeah. unique. Yeah, I agree. You know, I, I mean, not a, do, a, do a rumble. I mean, not every WrestleMania was the same for the longest time. Right. So, I mean, that's how they got to treat it. They got to treat it like everything is on the line, like Vince did when WrestleMania first started. But if this TV deal they have is as good as advertised, I mean, John, you'd agree. If if this is on TNT or TBS, you'd watch this, wouldn't you? Yeah. If it's on a weekly cable network that you don't have to pay extra money to get. It can't be on CBS at midnight. It can't be Ring of Honor. It can't be on the Pursuit channel at dawn on the third Tuesday of each month. <laughs> Give me a Wednesday Impact. at 8 p.m. or something. You Thank know? you. Just yes. Like- Wednesday. Well, no. It'd have to be Wednesday. They'd have to do Wednesday. Yeah, that's true. Wednesday or Thursday. Thursday. What are you, you going to compete with? NXT? No. Yeah, that's a good point. Like, or yeah. Thursday. Live Live. Thursday would no. be perfect. Yeah. Well, Thursday or Tuesday if SmackDown moves to Fridays when yeah. it goes to Fox. Yeah, that's true. Because the rumored launch uh, for AEW TV is, is uh, apparently targeted for the fall. Yeah, you know they're hoping to. I would, I would guess, get two more pay per views in. You'll do double or nothing in. What's double or nothing? Oh my god, why is that slipping my brain? Memorial Day weekend. Memorial Day weekend. I was gonna say May, right? Maybe do another one in July or August. Okay, so maybe get yeah, get two in and then launch your TV. You know, you know what would be crazy is if AEW Television debuted the same week SmackDown went to Fox. I would say that'd be the target for them. That that's, would that's the goal. Capitalize on it. Yeah, that should be the because goal Fox. For them. Because Fox Sports like has been hyping SmackDown every major sporting event they aired. I mean, I was watching the Daytona 500 last week, and they plugged SmackDown coming October at least five times. Yep. Well, they, listen, Joey, you're smart. Yes, I know. That's the crossover audience right there. And that's a, that's that brilliant. Is the, that is the target. That is the same target demo for both programs yeah i agree they are selling the same things to the same people i agree nascar and wrestling nascar wrestling beer and chips baby that's right come get some um but i think aew can be a truly good thing in the wrestling landscape i think it already is i think anything that sparks change in a stagnant industry is good right now joe you have on here you know are wwe superstars truly unhappy or are they using aew as leverage I want to look at this from a couple of different angles, right? Because there's something I think needs to be established, and it's something that if Ben were here, he would already have shouted 17 times. (laughs) Vince McMahon doesn't give a shit about AEW. Not letting you wear other companies' shirts in the front row has been WWE policy for fucking years. Like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And a lot of these people not being let in are being jerks at the door to not be let in. Yeah. Like there, there is a, there is everything is an angle guys. As my good friend, Eric Hultgren says, everything is marketing. Everyone uh, is selling uh, you something. Well, and the problem is, and if they're not, they're lying. The problem is though, is that people are blowing it way out of proportion. Oh, absolutely. Like, I'm I'm sorry, but like. Well, cause it gets covered by 17 blog sites. To me, to me, like. Three of which are good. Well, I don't know which ones you think are good, but... We'll argue about that later. There's only one I trust right now. Ooh, weird. No, we'll argue about this later. I don't want to throw any shade on anyone. Everyone's got their own opinions on which sites are worth their time. <laughs> and I don't... Listen, whoever's getting clicks, get clicks. I'm not hating on you. I just I have accept, my preferred but to sites. Me, but to me, like that, like... If you're calling yourself a journalist, act like a journalist and look at the facts. Well, that's that's a very big point. But 
the big thing to me is anyone who thinks that any of the things happening on WWE programming are a reaction to AEW. You think it's BS? I think that's insane. Yeah. I think it's a reaction to bad ratings. Yeah. I, I think it's Vince McMahon doing what Vince McMahon has always done when ratings dip is he gets desperate and crazy. Yeah. You know, he paid no never mind to what was going on with NXT. Just threw four guys who had major storylines up on up on the main stage. I'm okay with that. Well, I'm not mad at it either. It's working. <laughs> who cares? It's you know, working. Well, you know, but uh, to go back to your original question on this one, Joey. Well, wasn't yeah. that comicbook.com that came out with that? Vince McMahon is unhappy with uh, or doesn't think the current stars are superstars, and that's why things might get changed up. Like, Well, that's why they're already releasing people. Throw Kevin Owens at uh, Daniel Bryan for WrestleMania. Yep. When he comes I'd be back okay and stuff that. like that yeah. and whatnot, because the people that are on there right now are not superstars in his mind or cannot become superstars. What's, TJP, all those guys, bye. Perfect so, 10, gone. So like perfect. Ty Dellinger asked for his release. He he requested his release and was granted it because they're not using him. He, no, hasn't, right? he hasn't been on TV since he was like trying to calm down our truth. Yeah. Well, and then Randy, he was supposed to have a feud with Randy Orton and Orton broke his finger. Yeah. You know? Yep. Like that's that's the long and short of it. Um, Hideo Itami Kenta requested his release and was granted it. And allegedly, the rumor is TJP was let go. He was. That's official. Well, no, no, because he went and got a tattoo without having it approved by the company first. Really? That's it's, the reason. It's been a long-standing policy because of action figures, Joey. Oh, and the video game. And the video game. Yeah, yep. because Randy Orton's Randy Orton's tattoo artist got in a huge. A huge debate with WWE, yeah, because they were using his artwork in the game. Yep. Yeah. It makes sense. It's it a whole thing, yeah. It's a whole thing. And Honestly, so, though. Your boy Cam Newton's not even allowed to get tattoos because of the Carolina Panthers. Yeah, well, well that's another subject for another day. <laughs> Just <laughs> saying it. But it's fun. It goes across the board and in all as far, as far as TJP goes, though, what the hell were they doing with him anyways? Well, here's the thing, man, is, and, and I'm sure you saw the same rumors I did, is that he was difficult to work with. Oh, I, I, Other guys didn't want to do matches with him. He was he got buried because of his own attitude. Yeah, well, that's he, what happens. You know, uh, his heel character was okay, but tell me what was special about his heel character versus every other generic heel. Nothing. Exactly. Was nothing. He wasn't look. He wasn't Drew Gulak. Gulak had a better character. Yeah. They went heel at the same time. Gulak captured people. TJP faded to the background. Gulak not having the cruiserweight title yet is kind of a miscarriage of justice for me. I think his push passed. You know, I, I think they had a window for him and they missed it. I, I like what they're doing with the Cruiserweight title right now. Yeah. And I would love to see. I would love to see this this tournament that Drake Maverick is doing. Enter Kushida. Kushida wins. Kushida Buddy Murphy at WrestleMania. Give me that. I can Put see that it. in my veins. <laughs> yeah, as soon as Enzo was gone, they should have pushed Gulak. I agree with hard. that. I agree with nope. that. That would have been the right move. I think that would have been the right move. And honestly, at this point, Cedric Alexander's time on 205 Live has come and gone. He needs to be on SmackDown. You know what? I think if you cycle Cedric back through and let him work his way back up, you could use him again. I don't think there's a spot for him on SmackDown or Raw, unfortunately. Yeah. Especially now with the NXT guys. Uh, and, I and listen, I think you and I both agree Matt Riddle is not long for NXT. No, no. Matt Riddle is not long for NXT. He'll, he'll, he'll win the title this summer. Drop it in the fall, and he'll be... Oh, dude, I don't, I think he goes straight up. I don't think he ever needs to put a title on him in NXT. You don't NXT. think so? No. Okay. I think he's up to Monday after Mania, and if and here's the thing. If my worst nightmare comes true and Brock retains at Mania, 
Matt Riddle challenges him the Monday after. Yeah. Matt Riddle comes out and retires the beast. I that is I, how you establish. I think we're a year away from that, though. Are these the memes I've been seeing? That's Matt Riddle, yes. Okay, okay, okay. The bro, yes. Yeah, bro. Yeah, he's awesome. For those fight me are, right now. Yeah, fight uh, me right now, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Matt Riddle is wonderfully famous for constantly wanting to fight Brock Lesnar. One of his shirts when he was on the indies was, uh, what was it? Bro out, smoke down, retire Brock. Did you watch his recent interview with Jimmy Borash? I have not watched it yet. I've oh, heard it's great. I've heard it's great. He had some choice words for Brock, too, which makes it even more interesting. Which is what makes me think they're not waiting a year on this, Joey. You, you're probably right. They're I mean, not waiting. How's this? I don't think Vince thinks he has Brock for another year. That, that's true with all the problems Dana White's having with... With his company, yeah. Yeah. Well, with having to fill cards for this ESPN Plus thing. Yep. So I, I think Vince knows the clock is ticking on time with the Beast. Yeah. And that Riddle Brock storyline, send Brock out at SummerSlam. Yeah. Riddle, Riddle retires him at SummerSlam. That'd be good. Maybe he comes back at WrestleMania, fights Riddle one more time, you know, whatever. But I, I think Matt Riddle is on the main roster in 2019. I think Ben and I talked about this. Ben said he believes it'll be after SummerSlam Riddle will come up. But I, I still think it's 2019 and Matt Riddle is on the red or blue brand, not the yellow anymore. And honestly, with the way they're doing things now... You never know who's going to show up on Raw or SmackDown. That's true, man. That was crazy. I mean, John, you're not the biggest NXT guy. You'll watch takeovers with me. Yeah. But what did you think seeing guys like Champa, Gargano, Ricochet, and Black show up on Raw and SmackDown? Well, I love Tommaso, and I love Gargano, because those matches were like some of the best things I've ever seen. And, <clears throat> excuse me, and Aleister Black surprisingly came up on Raw, which you'd think he'd be on a SmackDown. So well, he was he could on both. With, oh, he was, he was, on both. Oh, he was on both. It was, well, he can be with his girl now. Yeah. His actual girl, not... Salina. Not Andrade's girl. Ah, <laughs> Andrade's girl is a topic for another podcast. Good God. But, I'm, you know, <laughs> I don't know. Like, why don't you bring up, like, a... Like Adam Cole or somebody like that? Like, are you just waiting? So, real quick, actually, and let me, let me take a, a little detour. So, in the rumor mills now... Or a Velveteen Dream. So, Velveteen we'll get to. Let's start with Cole. Joey, I don't know if you've seen the rumors. The rumors are that there are some NXT stars who dread the idea of being called up. I think Adam Cole is one of them. I agree. I think Adam Cole is booked right now exactly how he wants to be booked in a character that he's in love with and with three of his lifelong best friends. Yeah. Why would you want to go up to the main roster? And leave all that. And be secondary um, well, and, at live and, events. Right. And maybe get five minutes of TV time. I mean, if I'm Adam Cole, I'm looking at what they've done with EC3, and I'm like, I, no thank you. No. I'll stay where I'm at, getting good storylines, good writing, and great matches. Yeah. Velveteen Dream, I as much as I love his personality on social media, and I love his character, I think he hasn't been called up because Vince is like, you don't get called up till I say you get called up. You don't get to tweet about being get called up. You don't get to put call me up on your trunks. That <laughs> knocks you back. You know Vince is an old school bastard that way. Yeah. You know, he has to have the power. He's the man. It's my company. I do what I want, right? What about Lars? So Lars is nuts, dude. And yeah, I don't mean this that. This story is not. No, I know you don't mean he's yeah, nuts, nuts. I, but he, I, like this story words. is fairly interesting as they were pushing, pushing, pushing this guy as the next big come up and 
what anxiety or something um something kicked in when he just couldn't do it or like- so the the reports were that there were multiple weeks in a row where Lars Sullivan was backstage for Monday Night Raw and could have been scheduled to make his debut but when they would go to tell him he had been written into the script for the night he would have a panic attack or an anxiety attack yeah. depending on your preferential choice of words and would leave the arena and you know given the current climate on mental health in America, which I think is a good thing personally, and especially given exactly how well I would say, and and again, I have to give them props for this, how well WWE has handled Mauro Ranallo and his bipolar disorder. You can't sit there and say, Lars, you have to wrestle, man, or we have to get rid of you. But at this point, I mean, I, I I don't see him coming back. I don't see him coming back. And he just occasionally will tweet random stuff. But if I'm WWE, I don't I don't see where or how you bring him back. I mean, the, the rumor was they were going to bring him on as a, as a monster killer and have him and Braun Strowman feud. But you've killed all of Braun Strowman's momentum. Ugh. I know. I know. I know. I love Braun. I know. I know. I'm in a Braun-loving room with, <laughs> with Braun-loving significant others. Yep, exactly. But <laughs> his momentum's been killed. It's no fault of his own. Yeah, so some old Joe's. Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I tweeted that out the last pay-per-view. I think somebody had a good... I think it was in uh, one of Brandon Stroud's articles over at Uproxx. I like Stroud. I like his writing. He's a, he's a clever gentleman. And he does the top 10 tweets, and someone said, you know, in Hebrew, his name is Samoa Job. Because <laughs> the dude's been jobbing left yeah. and right. That's one guy that should have stayed in NXT. Yeah. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. And again, you know who I think is also one of those guys who's going to finish his career in NXT is Cassius Ono. I'm okay with that. He should, and he should be. Listen, Ben and I refer to him as the gatekeeper. Yeah. He is. You come into NXT, you're a hot new indie star, you get to fight Cassius Ono. He's what Ty Dillinger used to do. That's what, that used to be Ty's job. But Joe got hurt, though. Like, I mean, Joe had a push, and then he got hurt, and that's part of the what I refer to as Vince is a bastard. He's a very specific bastard, because if you get hurt, you get punished for getting hurt. You get punished for getting hurt, and you get punished for hurting people that you shouldn't hurt. Like when... Uh, Shinsuke dropped Cena on his neck, you know. Yep. Like, like they were pushing people, Shinsuke. He should have gotten. He, you lose twice to um, Jinder Mahal. I don't think so. Yeah. Like that you were been. pushing Shinsuke Nakamura, and you drop John Cena on his neck. And then you all of a sudden, Shinsuke's back at the anything. bottom of the card. I mean, granted, he has what the U.S. champion now, or no, 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 no. no, no, no. no. Truth does. It. Yeah, Truth. Truth has it. You know what but I think? He happen? did have it at least. You know what he got I think something happened. What? Well, because you're talking about Nakamura. Yeah, I think Nakamura Rusa become the next bar. Um, disagree. Do, uh, here's here, hot take. This is my hottest take. I think I'll give today. Okay. In the next six months, neither Rusev nor Shinsuke will be with WWE. I agree wow. with that. You already kicked him off Total Divas. Yeah, it's done. That, yeah, that was stupid. No, I don't think so. I don't. I don't think so. Lana and Rusev didn't appeal to the core demographic. They didn't. They they appealed to us. Yeah. Right. Like Lana and Rusev being on Total Divas made it more entertaining for the three of us. I agree. We're not who they want watching Total Divas. <laughs> no. 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 We are not the target audience. We're just not. You know. Like Lana is too. And, and I, I know if she hears this, I'll get an angry tweet. But Lana came off as too whiny. And yeah. It sucks because I I think she's actually a likable person. Yeah. Like. I think it was edited poorly. I won't lie. 
I know I know how editing works. I do editing. I'm pretty sure she said that herself too, that they didn't portray her the way that she, she actually, actually is. And, you know, when they said they were going to give them their own show and whatnot, and they were like, wait a minute, no, you're not appealing to this group. Why would we give you your own show on top of it? That doesn't make any sense. Right. And, I mean, the only way they'd get their own show would be WWE Network. Yeah. You know, it'd be a network show, which wouldn't be bad. I would like it. And you could do it uncensored and have them be as vulgar and gross as they are. <laughs> but, yeah. guys, they're vulgar and they're gross, and we love that, but... The core audience of the E Network doesn't. Exactly. No, they want Nikki and Bree and They want drama with high stakes and other celebrity names they've heard of. Yeah. You know? They want Paige so, who's so, in a movie. Nikki okay, dating so, again. So is I, like guess, a I guess my question for Drew is Yeah. Is if you think they're gone within the next six months, where do they go? I think they both go to New Japan. I think Shinsuke goes home. I and as much as I loved I have loved Shinsuke's I, I loved his NXT run. I loved a lot of his early WWE run. Yeah. Shinsuke never should have left New Japan. Wow. Dude, he was so good over yeah, there. Okay, I, I would say. He had much more control over his character. He wasn't expected to do this. You know what was disgusting to me? Like, And again, he played it well because he's that damn good. Yeah. Me no speaker English. <laughs> That, like, we laugh, but it, that's disgusting in I, 2019. I, I agree. I agree. You know, that's lazy-ass writing. Yeah. You know, and again, not faulting the writers. You have to write so much content per year, I couldn't keep up. But that was a bad beat. It was a bad beat. I think WWE's getting smarter about the writing process, though. Well, but they just hired Bruce Pritchard back. I was just going to say we should talk okay, about that. But they I just mean, hired Bruce Pritchard back. I mean, you know, I, I, I actually, and, and again, I grew up a fan of Arn Anderson, right? Yeah. But letting go a guy like Arn Anderson... Bad move. Oh, I think it makes sense. You think so? I think it makes sense, but I thought it made sense if it meant they were moving forward with new ideas with guys like Abyss and, and Hurricane, right? Yes. But yes. then you hire back Bruce, who's more old school than Arn by a factor of a thousand. Like, yeah. what the hell are you doing with your writing staff? And, and, and again, the rumors, Joey, are Bruce is the full head of creative again. Oh, him and Heyman are going to clash Yeah, so hard. Because Heyman's been working with creative. All I've been hearing in my head ever since that news came out, that, that again, the rumor is Bruce Pritchard back with WWE in an official capacity. All I keep hearing in my head is the ECW episode of Something to Wrestle With. <laughs> and, 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 uh, and Conrad going, a fucking zombie, Bruce. Bruce, a fucking zombie. Yeah. You booked a fucking zombie, Bruce. Yeah, uh, yeah no. Like, that's all I keep hearing in my head, and I keep seeing, like, Dean Ambrose as a zombie. I don't think he's going to last long. By the way, Dean Ambrose leaving. Work or shoot. Work or shoot. I'm starting to think it's more of a work. John? I think he goes. I think so, too. I think so, too. I think he goes, and I know Homegirl stays. I know Renee stays, because you don't give up a You don't give up commentary, an anchor on Raw. Especially with Cole perhaps leaving. I don't Cole, know. Who the would... rumor is Cole wants to leave. Right. He yeah. doesn't want to leave the company. He wants to go produce backstage. He doesn't want to be in front of the camera anymore. Yeah. He's sick of it. And I get it. We're dicks. <laughs> like we're <laughs> we as fans are very hard on Michael Cole. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But because you're a corporate monkey, it's okay. Yeah. It's all right, man. You get paid. Do yeah. your thing. Who fills that role though? Honest to God, if it's not Mauro Ranello, I lose my mind. But I don't think Mauro can handle the road, and that's what kills me. Mauro Ranello, uh, listen, and on the off chance that he ever hears this. Like, Mauro Ranello is the guy right now. If I were starting a wrestling company and I had to get an announcer, one guy, I would take Mauro over Jim Ross. 
Yeah, and he doesn't have to leave Orlando. When no, he does. that's why NXT works. Yeah, and even then, when he is going through one of his episodes, like when he's having a problem, he's got people there for him. Yeah, exactly, exactly, and they and they cover for him, and it's a family at NXT. You know, and I know Raw and SmackDown work the same way. Don't get me wrong, but more high pressure. I think. And you're traveling, man, yeah. and, and travel wreaks havoc on mental disease. Waking up in a different room every day is not good. No, you know it's it's tough, and 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 I get it, and I understand it, and God love you, Morrow. Keep doing what you do as long as you can. Amen. What maybe you get? What maybe two days? Maybe, maybe two just days a off. day yeah. off a week. Yeah, you get to go home. Yeah, and then you have to get on a plane the next day again. And then back out. Yeah. Because so, you got to go to live shows. I mean, I don't know if Graves goes to live shows, but um, Byron that, does. Byron does. I mean, we've seen Byron uh, a if, couple times. If Morrow was if Morrow was in the Michael Cole role, he would not have to go to house shows. No. And, and again, I I would think they would work something out with him. Like, dude, just fly in for Raw and then fly home. You don't have to do the road with us. Yeah, you'd have to give him special. Be like, all right, we know we want you, but we I only I, want you for Raw. Yeah. Here's what you what have. What about to Nigel? Do. I don't. Oh, this is gonna sound bad. I don't think he appeals to the masses. No, I don't think Miss. I don't think Vince wants an accent on Monday Night Raw. Yeah, that's true. You know, I don't think Vince wants an accent on Monday. But Night you Raw. know, you gotta start thinking about this. How much longer is Vince gonna be running things? Forever until he dies. Thank you, John. Until he dies. Yeah. Until he dies, he's gonna be running things. Yeah. That's that's what it is. You know. Um, I think it's Tom Phillips. Phillips is the easy answer. Yeah. Tom Phillips is the easy answer. People I'm like Rome. Rome's not bad. I don't got anything against Rome. Yeah. Um. You know, they're they're training aid in English. It's going to be a while before he's ready. Yeah. Uh. But, you know, I, I don't think it's going to be. I don't think it's going to be someone who's not currently in the company. That's true. Yeah, that's true. I don't think we'll see Vince take a risk on another Jonathan Coachman for a while. <laughs> Probably not. So, uh. Let's see. Got to get back to the rundown here. I, we got way off track. I know. Oh, I want to wait until, because uh, John had to run to the bathroom. I, I want to wait until John comes back to talk about Kofi Kingston. Well, let's talk about Michigan for a minute. Oh, John. No, 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 no. Let's, 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 let's talk about the Velveteen Dream thing. Let's okay. talk about the Velveteen Dream thing, because yeah. the North American title win is is big for the Dream. It's his first title. He'd been, I mean, he'd been kind of a loser at takeovers and in title matches. Yeah. Anytime he's had a title shot, it's an incredible match, and everyone raves about it, and he loses. Yeah. Here's my thing, and this is what I didn't like. This is the only thing I didn't like. Why would you cash in your one title shot on a mid-card title? To elevate the mid-card title? I, and, I, and I guess that's the reason to do it, but why does it have to be the first Worlds Collide tournament winner doesn't cash it in on the NXT title? Or why not a main roster title? Right. Why? Well, maybe they put some, you know, you can't, you can only cash in. Or why not even, if you're, listen... You've got someone as eccentric as the dream. Why not have him cashed in for the NXT UK title? Yeah, that'd have been interesting. But uh, and, and elevate that title and that brand. Yeah. Right? Dune. Pat Dune. Yeah. But I, I also don't want that title to ever come off of Pete Dunn. So it's gonna happen. No. You know what's happening. No, he's taking Brock's title reign. No, he's not. Yes, he is. Till no, he dies. He's, he's having it till he dies. Bruiser he's White. Like Vince. Bruiser White. Bruiser White. All right. You what? Okay, I'm not to deviate any more than we already <laughs> no, have. No, I will fight you over. Pete First Dunn. off, not to deviate any more than we already have, but I think uh, Pete Dunn's going to lose to Walter, and Pete Dunn's going to come to the states once that's done and over with. 
Oh, listen, I only want him if they bring him in a stable with Mustache Mountain and if Pete Dunn has to grow a mustache, which he'll hate. <laughs> and angry Pete Dunn is the best Pete Dunn. Agreed. Let's be blunt about that. Agreed. John, we waited until you got back from the bathroom to talk about Kofi Kingston because I know oh. how much you love Kofi. I love Kofi. We all love Kofi. And and listen, if this is the beginning, and I will say this, if this is the beginning of of Trips or Vince or or Road Dog or flipping whoever pushing each member of the New Day individually, finally. Finally, you dumbasses. Finally, finally. Finally in what aspect? Finally that you're pushing the New Day or finally that you're pushing an African American? Yes. Finally. Yes. 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 Or both. Yes. You know? The answer is yes, Zoidberg. Yes. Yes. Both. Because one, every single person in that arena at Elimination Chamber Pops. would not have cared if Daniel Bryan lost. Because it's Daniel freaking Bryan. He can go win again somewhere. Give Kofi something. Or was it a genius plan to push him for all the way into WrestleMania? How do you push him at WrestleMania against Daniel Bryan when you got a guy coming back like Kevin Owens? So if they use Kevin Owens at WrestleMania for the SmackDown title, yeah, like Kevin Owens is going to win that. You're going to push KO again. So... Here's what I would ideally like to see. You can't give him a secondary title. You can't do it. He's got to win the Grand Slam. He's got to. He's Kofi. He's the best. Yeah. He's got stories in every Royal Rumble. He's he's a high jumper. He's a spinner. He does the New Day. He throws pancakes at people, for God's sake. He was a Jamaican. Yeah, he recovered from you giving him a fake nationality for like seven years. Which was not bad. He ran with it. No, and he did great with it, but... The big thing to me, John, and I like that you brought up the pushing an African-American star or pushing the New Day. The New Day have done everything that company has asked them to do and created more revenue for WWE than I would argue almost any superstar before them. I don't know how many Bootio shirts I've seen, but that's... that's, How's this? Tell me which which other wrestler had their own cereal. Nobody. Not that I know of, anyway. Me, me, Somebody's Hogan. probably been on a Wheaties not box, but that's Hogan. not the same. Hogan had his own vitamins, but he didn't have his own cereal. Right. <laughs> they have a book, you guys. Like, these guys are the future of this company. These guys, uh, Mustafa Ali, right, who does those amazing social media promos, right? Yeah. They know what's next. And if and if the, the management structure is smart, which, let's be honest, as much as we all love to hate on WWE, they've been doing it for so long for a damn reason. Yeah, they are number one for a reason. Um, you Listen, you push Kofi, right? Kofi gets his world title. He drops it to whoever, right? Now you push Big E for a U.S. title. Now you push Xavier for something. Push these guys each individually without having to break up the stable, without having to resort to your same old tactics, and you're selling shirts and minting money. You're printing money, and these guys have all said they want to stick together. They have all said, we want to be together. We want to run this out as a team, pushing Kofi, pushing E. Xavier is, I think, pretty happy just with all the support he gets from WWE on all his video gaming stuff. You know, like, give him the tags and give him the world heavyweight. Why not? Let them hold the gold and then bring up an undisputed era to challenge them. Hell, the Monday after, the Tuesday after Mania, right? Let's say the Tuesday after Mania, the New Day's got the tag titles. And they've got the world title, right? And and SmackDown's about to go off the air, and all of a sudden, Kevin Owens' music hits. And there's Kevin Owens, 
and there's Sami Zayn, and there's another NXT call-up. Now you've got a stable war. Boom. Done. Over. Hell, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, and Randy Orton. Who gives a shit? Right? You know what? I, honestly, with, with Kofi. <laughs> Full heel stable. With, with, with Kofi, the logic thing and I would like to see happen. Kofi and Randy again. No. Make Kofi and Randy fight again. No. Yes. No, because Randy basically screwed him all those years ago. Yeah. And now Kofi gets to screw Randy. Oh, well, what yeah, I wouldn't mind. Randall, take a break. From, Randall. From a story, from a story purpose. I would love to see Kofi get the title, then maybe a backlash. Mustafa Ali challenged Kofi because Kofi replaced him. I wouldn't hate that. I would love a Mustafa a Ali great Kofi match. match. <sighs> <sighs> is backlash the first one after Mania? Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Makes sense. Makes because it's the backlash from, I the, love backlash. from the Mania. I get it. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> um. Our, listen, I think this is a yes or no question. Two pay-per-views between the Rumble and Mania, too many. Yes. J- John? Uh, what do you mean? Like, I mean, like, fast lane is completely unnecessary. We don't need fast lane. We don't need fast lane. We don't need fast lane. You could just put. It's a filler pay per view. I mean, Goldberg me, won his title at fast lane. <laughs> <laughs> what does that tell you? Well, to me, just like wow. make Elimination Chamber a little bit later. Yeah, like, just push Elimination Chamber. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but they try to do once a month. That makes sense, I guess. You right, know? right, 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 right. Uh, DX headlining the Hall of Fame. I'm going to be blunt with you, Joey. I don't give a crap. Wow. I don't give a crap. The Hall of Fame is so meaningless, man. I know. It's so meaningless. It's fun for nostalgia purposes. I'm happy they're actually putting China in. Yeah. I'm happy they're actually putting China in. China by herself, too, though, right? No, they aren't putting China by herself in yet, which is a shame, which is a a travesty. Did they announce they're putting her in solo as well? I thought they were. No, No. it's just with DX. You know know what? I'll say X-Pac not going in is a shame, too. Yeah. Well, he should just bring his dog, and then everybody will be like, oh, oh it's so cute. Your dog. <laughs> I do um, like his dog, though. I'm not hating. Oh, the dog's adorable and well-behaved. And well-behaved. Um, one match you want to see at Mania. John, one match, if, if you were right now sitting here going, based on current storylines, based on the way things are going, or even rumors we've seen, what's the one match you're dying to see at Mania? I'd love to see KO Daniel Bryan. I think that would be a fantastic match. It's if we're not getting Kofi could, Daniel Bryan? If you're not getting Kofi Daniel Bryan, right. I'd like to see KO Daniel Bryan because he's doing all that social media right now. He's making all those posts. He's bowling. He's doing things that are leading to his comeback. You're just rooting for him because he's bowling. Way, well, yeah, that too. We'll be knocking bowling, man. But, oh. but doing all that and making your way back and then coming back at WrestleMania and then beating Daniel Bryan, Mr. Heel, and then changing the belt back from piece of wood to some <laughs> nice, good American leather again would be fantastic for me. <laughs> I just and, and KO's great. I'm I don't like him not on the T V right now because he's such a good heel that he needs to be on that show. And like with Vince said, guys that aren't or guys that are up right now aren't superstars. KO is a superstar, and he's proven it time and time again. I so. think Sami Zayn is too, but he just gets overlooked. Yeah, yeah. The fact that Shane McMahon has more tag titles than Zayn or titles in general than Zayn is embarrassing. Agreed. All right, Joey. Uh, assuming that all we all want is Kofi and Daniel Bryan, give me something else. Intercontinental Champion Finn Balor defending against Ricochet. You think that's what they're setting up by having the two tag together? I wholeheartedly, and you could even possibly throw Alistair in the mix. Hmm. Okay. Okay. I don't dislike that. Um, I'm going to throw out a couple. I'm going to throw out a couple. I want 
I want the Sky Pirates versus the Boss Hug Connection versus Lita and Trish versus the Iconics. You want a four-way women's tag for the titles? Yes. Okay. With someone from every brand. Okay. SmackDown, Raw, NXT, and Legends. I love that. I dig that. I love that a lot. I want that very, very badly. Mm. Mostly because the Sky Pirates deserve to be at WrestleMania. Those two are amazing. I love it. Absolutely love it. Um, a men's match that's rumored that I actually want to see, and John, this will shock you because you know I hate 50% of this match. If they actually do Randy Orton and AJ Styles, I'm here for it. I am here for it. Randy Orton gets up for non-title matches at WrestleMania because he's just showing off, right? He's just like, I'm the greatest freak athlete who unfortunately came out the same time as John Cena, right? I have 13 titles. I've got 13 freaking titles. <laughs> who are you, AJ Styles? And, and that RKO in the chamber was so creative and fun, I need another one. Yeah. I need Randy Orton to try and outdo the greatest RKO of all time. That WrestleMania RKO to Seth Rollins. Yeah, that was a good one. That's the best one. That yeah. is unarguably the greatest RKO he's ever pulled off. Some people have tried to say there are better. I say screw off. That one was at WrestleMania. Yeah. The crowd went insane for that. Yeah. That set the tone for the whole night. For that entire mania. Yeah, I agree. So if it's Randy and AJ, I think I could get here for it. So I gotta I gotta, I gotta pose one more question. Yeah. Because it's probably more than likely gonna happen. Who retires Kurt Angle going forward? I hmm. will be really mad if it's Baron Corbin. I don't think it's Corbin. Is it Batista? No. You don't no, think- I think Batista is going to wrestle Triple H. I don't think Trips is going to be ready in time. No. And I think they oh, would have yeah, started. Pec. Yeah, you're right. They would have yeah. started teasing it already if they were going to do that. I this forgot year. about his pack. Yeah, I forgot. Now they could do that at SummerSlam still. That's still a SummerSlam match. I don't know. I, I mean,. Is it Jeff Jarrett? Is that why they're bringing Jarrett back no. on TV? No, 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 no. But I'm, I'm saying, man, it's, yeah. it's got to make sense storyline-wise, right? You know, what, you know what makes sense, I think? What's that? Cena. Think about it. Who did Cena first fight on the main roster? Well, Cena, or, I guess, or Taker. Ah, I don't want to see Taker again. That's yeah. my hot take. Taker needs to stay on. Taker, I love him. I respect him. But no more matches, please. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it. Listen, um... We're going to try and get back in here before WrestleMania. I don't know if we'll be able to make it happen. Uh, and if we don't, we'll definitely get back in here after WrestleMania. Yes. So until then, keep watching the graps. Keep supporting your locals. Don't forget Independence Pro Wrestling March 2nd right here in Grand Rapids. And, uh, you know, keep up with that. And hopefully we'll see you guys there. And if we don't, May 11th, Ring of Honor, New Japan, Global Wars, Delta Plex. Get your tickets for that today. I, I'm going to tell you right now, I think once that card is announced, that show will sell out. Yep, exactly. All right. That's it. Uh, it's been the Court of Nerds. I'm Drew. I'm John. And just, I am Hollywood Joe. Did you just air horn with your mouth? <laughs> mouth horn. Yeah, it's for Ben. That was for Ben.